0: Football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game, but with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point is scored. New customers bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's really that simple. If Sportsbooks isn't available in your state yet, you can still get in on the NFL action. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PFF, bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code PFF this weekend at DraftKings Sportsbook. An official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Min $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Thank you. Welcome in. This is the Thursday night edition of the PFF betting podcast, and we have a little bit of a unique spin on our typical Thursday podcast. The one and only Kendall Valenzuela is joining me, uh, subbing in for Kevin Cole. There's a little bit of change up happening behind the scenes with PFF.com. Uh, we will no longer be doing uh, the Thursday night prop stream on Twitter, unfortunately, but we are going to be giving you essentially the same plays that uh, Kendall and I would be giving uh, typically on this podcast here. Going forward so that is kind of the tentative plan more details to come in the future but for now that is what we're rolling with here thursday night viking steelers but kendall Welcome to the podcast. Let's uh, maybe give the people a little (laughs) bit of you know background or you know what you enjoy betting on most. Maybe you know your favorite team or something like that. Let's hear a little bit of goodness about. Yeah,
1: well, thank you. First of all, thank you for letting me on. I feel like I've made it now. I like this is my peak, and I just really you can't go up from here. So I'm gonna ride this wave as long as I can. Um, But yeah, Ben. I mean, we've done through. I did the math the other day. and We've done 33 streams together for our bets on all the Island games. So Monday night, uh, Thursday night and Sunday night, which is crazy to think about already doing 33 of those. But as you know, um, for me, betting wise, my toxic traits are, uh, the quarterback rushing prop with you and anytime touchdown scores. So that is what I like to roll with. And it's sometimes really sad and it's sometimes really fun. So I think we should have a good time.
0: Definitely. yeah, And I agree with you. I mean, uh, Kevin kind of enjoyed the quarterback rushing props, but not anywhere near the level that, you know, George and Kendall and I do. So I think there's going to be quite a bit more discussion on the quarterback Mm -hmm. rushing props going forward. Unfortunately, uh, as the time of recording, we don't have any released in the player prop market for this Thursday night matchup, but uh, I digress. I do still think... There probably is gonna be, you know, a tweet or something sent on Kirk Cousins to go over his rushing yardage prop. Because I do think if it's at 5.5, 6.5, that will probably be both mine and Kendall's favorite play, but we will see. But Kendall, so yeah, thousand percent. Thousand percent. (laughs) So we got Steelers traveling to Minnesota, Vikings minus three-point spread, 43.5 point total. Do you have you bet anything? Um, on the spread or total in this matchup, do you like, you know, any am, one side particularly? Or I don't,
1: what? it's, it's going to be such a weird game, right, Ben? Because like, we have these two teams and one of the, the things that these Thursday night games have done, like recently is they're throwing interesting encounters and matchups up because like both of these teams aren't elite and both of these teams really have been weird to watch, especially the Steelers, but both are in the middle of kind of really been of a playoff race in their respective conferences. So it's weird because you're coming into this game and these teams do have something to fight for. Um, So, but then you had a weird week last week, like the Steelers looked dead in the water and then they upset Baltimore. And then, Vikings unfortunately became the first team to lose to the Detroit Lions which should have never happened no one should have lost to the Detroit Lions this year so it's a weird it's a weird game I've looked kind of at the total the points which you said was 43 and a half and I think it's just I I don't know it's it's going to be such an odd game so I've looked I've looked at the points and I did I did some digging into that but the Steelers I think have a shot to win this game, which is crazy. But I, I also think they have a shot because if they do, they're going to run the ball. And I think that's kind of what's going to be the difference here is probably Najee Harris um, because big Ben, you can't rely really on big Ben. He looks like a shell of himself. It's kind of sad. I mean, my favorite thing to do is ask Eric about big Ben and hear him talk about him. So um, I think I know Eric, Eric rants. And it's funny. So I think, for me, I'm kind of looking at the points right now, and I'm trying to figure out what's going to go on because you you mix in also like that suspect offensive line, and it's like no surprise that the Steelers only average 20.3 points per game. So, but the Vikings aren't great on defense, though. That's the thing too. Like one thing they do well is pressure the quarterback, um, and they rank second in the league in sacks. So it, it's it's going to be. I think this game is going to come down to a lot more of the defense than what we think
0: yeah yeah definitely that's kind of the direction of the total as well you know 43 and a half obviously one of the lower totals that we have coming up here in mm-hmm. week 14 uh, but i want to go back to that point about the playoffs right P- using nfl or uh, pff's nfl power rankings page uh minnesota vikings have a 20 percent chance to make the playoffs right now pittsburgh has around a 14 percent chance so this is kind of each team's last gasp mm-hmm. in a certain way if they do lose according to our leverage charts both teams are going to drop below 10% if they lose here on Thursday night uh, in the playoff picture but the team that wins could probably be you know closer to like 30% uh right around that I think the I think the Vikings would be right around 32% with a win wow. under 10% with a loss um so that is you know a last ditch effort so we could <laughs> see two somewhat desperate teams here uh trying to pull out all the stops but i like what you said about the defense i do think mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Vikings in general were really successful getting pressure on the quarterback, uh, have struggled a little bit more with no Daniel Hunter, Everson mm-hmm. Griffin hasn't really played either, have started to blitz a little bit more. So we'll see if that kind of plays a role with it, but I definitely agree with you. I think Najee Harris is going to be once again, the focal point of the Steelers offense. Yep. Um, but, but it's tough because, you know, the Vikings are pretty banged up, especially at the skill position. And I know Delvin Cook is, this is questionable right now. Mm-hmm. Sounds like he's probably you know leaning toward not playing. Adam Thielen has already been ruled out, so I do think this is going to be the Justin Jefferson show. But given all you know the things that we've talked about already, what do you kind of like maybe from a player props perspective then?
1: Yeah, so I like. I mean, you named kind of two guys that are going to be the focal point, and it's going to be Najee Harris, and it's going to be Justin Jefferson. Rest in peace to my fantasy team because I had Adam Thielen Ben, and I'm just I'm just I'm done. It's it's over. It was a fun it was a fun stretch. I started the season six and zero, and I absolutely.
0: I haven't won since. Oh my something.
1: gosh, I have barely, I think I've won two games since then because I had Russell Wilson and then it was just a whole thing. So it's, it's been sad. So Adam Thielen, uh, thank you so much for your contribution to my fantasy team, but I do like Najee Harris. And, and when I looked Ben, it was 70 and a half rushing yards. Um, and at the time we're filming this, I think that's where it is right now. So I think a makeshift offensive line and ineffective quarterback play really have led to like kind of tough tough sledding for Najee Harris but I do think that they're going to feed him on Thursday night. He has 779 yards on 3.6 yards per carry this season um despite some some struggles um and I think the Steelers give you know give them what they may. They're doing the right thing in my opinion by continuing to feed him. Uh Harris has had at least 20 21 carries in six of his last eight games. So I think like I said before, if, if the Steelers want to win this game, I don't think I don't think they're gonna rely on Big Ben to do it. If they do that, that'll make it far more fun to watch. I'll just throw it out there. Um, but right, I do right. I do think <laughs> they rely on Najee Harris. I do like his over. Like I said, right now it's seventy and a half. Um, but I'd, I I think I'd I'd feel comfortable even going seventy five
0: seventy five okay. and a half. So so the PFF player prop tool doesn't show t- uh, value on. Uh, his rushing yards okay. prop but one thing that we do show value on that i want to get your thoughts on over 18.5 carries now uh minus 113 price we do show 2.8 percent value on that he did go over his carry number last week mm-hmm. hasn't the two prior weeks but then uh he's been over eight and four over his opening line seven and four over and, and a push over his closing line okay. so he has been getting more carries than market expectation uh, if you were only going to choose one, would you go with us over rushing yards or over carry yards? I guess. Uh, is
1: the question. Well, I I want to be um, a company gal, so I think <laughs> I I, I think I have to like say like I feel like I'm in a spot <laughs> right now where I have to say the carries. But you can go I go against
0: it. I can I can,
1: I can com- comfortably say though maybe it's both. Right. I mean, right. maybe we could see both of those hit. I don't hate nineteen and a half carries because, like you said. They're coming off the Ravens last week, and the Ravens' run defense, like, he had, I believe, around 70, 71 total yards on 21 carries. Right. So, the Minnesota run defense, though, like, when you compare them, I feel like it's night and day, Ben. Like, they don't hold a candle to them. So, the Vikings, like, the Vikings ranked 29th against the run in DVOA. So, the 4.7 yards per rush allowed is, is – way up there so I can see I can see if it's a feed Najee Harris let's try and win on the ground because we can't rely on our quarterback I can see both of them happening I personally like the over rushing yards because with Najee he's so explosive that it takes a couple like couple three big plays and you're feeling okay towards halftime um but I so I would say rushing yards but I don't hate the carries either
0: yeah, definitely. I definitely I maybe agree with that. I think I maybe like the carries a little bit more. Okay. I definitely agree with your point about the Vikings run defense. Yeah. We have them twenty fifth overall in our opponent adjusted run defense grade. So they've been one of the worst units That's in the so NFL. Bad. And again, like we talked about, uh, you know, some of the players in their you know, on their front four along their defense line are banged up, not gonna be playing probably for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. They are healthy at linebacker again, finally, and at safety, uh, but I still think that maybe is you know gonna play more of a factor in the passing game than yep. anything else. So I want to get your thoughts on uh, maybe the Steelers' passing attack in some situations. We <sighs> do like uh, Big Ben to go over his pass attempts and completions, which oh I think is gosh. kind of interesting. Maybe <laughs> we think this game's gonna play a little bit over, but I'm wondering about you know more so the skill position players. Okay. One guy that I think I'm kind of trying to fade here, Pat Fiermuth, uh, on Thursday night. Uh, under three and a half receptions show some value. It also under 36.5 receiving yards. I think his matchup uh, against um, a Vikings coverage unit that's been really bad on the outside uh, is probably going to maybe make him a little bit an overlooked option. But is there any anybody else that you think is either going to have a good game or poor game uh, uh, on the Steelers receiving unit? I will say n-
1: no. I, I no. honestly <laughs> just want to say no. I mean, I looked at your. Uh, Friar um, stat line. And I know he's been good for a couple weird anytime touchdown scores this year. Right. Uh, Cause we, I know we've bet that, but like with him, he's under at 36 and a half receiving yards. I mean, he should go under because like you said, because of the matchup, uh, 18th in PFF coverage grade as a unit, like you said. So it's just like, I, I want to say yes, but I'm really relying maybe on Najee Harris. What did, and you said big Ben, I mean, She's over
0: 22 and a half completions Uh, and over 35.5 passing attempts. And our model kind of likes both, uh, which is interesting. But we also like the over a little bit.
1: Okay. Okay. So um, if you like the over, I guess that's interesting because like we talked about this before, it's really going to rely on what we think the defenses are going to bring in store, right? Because... Because the only team with more sacks than the Vikings are is the Pittsburgh Steelers. And TJ Watt is having, like, that career, like, he's having an insane uh, year. So I feel like, like, Cousins is going to have a headache all, all game, but I feel like Big Ben is going to do the same, and they're really not going to try and rely on him. But that's, I guess, if we like the over, then maybe they think, maybe, you know, PFF and our power rankings think, like, hey he's going to go out there, maybe do a couple big plays right around Najee Harris and maybe not try to run Najee Harris into the ground.
0: Right, right, right. I agree with you. Yeah, these teams have actually converted uh, pressures to sacks at a really high rate. I'm wondering if that's going to be sustainable or not. The only team uh, outside of these two teams for sacks from a PFF perspective, the Rams. So second and third best teams from a sack percentage. But pressure rate, uh, it's kind of a little bit different. It is interesting. The Vikings are... 19th uh, in pressure rate so far this season. Uh, the Steelers are, let's see here, 21st. So really, when they have okay. gotten pressure, they've gotten a lot of sacks, but mm-hmm. um, haven't been great from a pressure perspective. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. So Definitely. let's talk about let's talk about the Vikings offense. Then uh, Thielens out. Cook's probably out. We haven't seen any, you know, Alexander Madison props because Cook is still questionable. But we do have uh, some opportunity with Justin Jefferson. Yes. Our player props tool likes him to go over seven point receptions, seven point five receptions at plus one thirteen price. We also like his over receiving yards. Are you getting on board with the uh, the second year oh, yeah. wide receiver here on Thursday night? Yeah, like what, is ball you out. know?
1: What is a sophomore <laughs> slump? Justin Jefferson right. literally right. has no clue because he's gone insane. Again, rest in peace to my fantasy team because it's Adam Thielen. Justin Jefferson has been that guy this season. Um, he's I think third among all receivers in receiving grade and second in yards and first you know in in, in a QB rating when he's targeted. So he's going insane. And like we said, the flow of this game is going to be so interesting because I also think, like, the Vikings lost to the Detroit Lions. We have to, we have to acknowledge how sad, one, how sad that is, how, how sad it was to watch for them. So I think this could be a game, like we said, both teams have a ton on the line, right? And I think this also could be, for them, uh, maybe not a get-right game against the Steelers, but a game where they're like, hey, we figured out that we can't just mess around and you know not lose against the Detroit Lions but now we need to beat the Steelers so I do like I do like Jefferson's over because with Adam Thielen gone it's again just going to be the Justin Jefferson show I mean he he is like with him and Mike Tomlin together I think that's a matchup that's just going to be explosive tomorrow and I'm kind of super excited to see it
0: Right, right, right. I definitely agree with you. I do like Justin Jefferson, both over receptions and receiving yardage. Uh, Our player props tool kind of likes the under for the rest of the guys that have listed player props. So Tyler Conklin, under 39.5 receiving yards. I don't necessarily agree with that one, but I do still kind of like KJ Osborne, under 42.5 receiving yards. I do think Dede Westbrook's going to be involved somewhat. KJ Osborne's guy Mm -hmm. has only gone over his receiving yardage number once this season so he's one for seven uh just kind of struggles in that third receiver set i don't think him moving into that second you know being that number two guy is necessarily going to help him as much as the market's kind of priced and i think he's what uh, almost like 16, 17 yards over what he saw yeah. uh, in week 12 against the San Francisco 49ers. Didn't have a prop number last week. but um, So I think he's a guy that you can probably still fade, especially if you think uh, Justin Jefferson exceeds mm-hmm. uh, the market expectation. That's one that I I like as well. Any other ones what about, you got? Maybe, what about Deontay? Uh, maybe an, an, what is
1: Deontay Johnson at? Do we have any value on Deontay?
0: We got. I think his Deontay carries. Johnson over six point five receptions. Okay, his,
1: his receptions. Uh, yeah, that
0: is value. That is seven point eight percent value okay. according to our Prop Tool right now at minus one twenty price. I don't hate uh, that. We have no. We have no play on his receiving yards right now. That's at eighty point five. I so, like his receptions.
1: Um, I think he's hit this like eight of the last nine games or something so, like
0: that. So, uh, so he has got over seven of eleven this season. I think okay. he's got. Over uh, six and three, rec- yeah. So it's been it's seven to four, pretty good. I okay. mean, he's he has a high, He's obviously the low ADAC type of guy, exactly. Um, so he does usually have this, you know, higher reception number. But uh-huh. um, I, I, don't, think, I don't, I don't hate, I don't hate
1: playable. that one, especially if we have value on that one. That is someone, at least um, with the social media squad and everything that we've been doing. He, we've been, we've been putting out a ton of, of graphics on him just because he's been explosive enough. Um, and like, right. at, like we said, it it, it can't be. If Najee Harris isn't working, or if we like the over total for the points, yeah, it's got to it's got to go to someone, uh, and, and we know it's not going to Pat. <laughs> so I kind of right, I don't right. I don't hate that at all. Okay. I yeah, like it. I, I like know. it. I'm
0: getting on board with you. Yes. I mean, he's he's worked for us before and a couple of these yeah. primetime time games going over his reception That's total. Exactly. So I like kind of going back to the well on that one. Okay. Uh what do you got for any anytime uh, touchdown scores? I'm Let's so hit on it. I'm glad you quick.
1: asked. But I only I only have um I it's been a little rough recently, so I need to like recenter myself, Ben, and and really just like rein it in. We can't can't be going for the play. the last one I that hit was Little Jordan Humphreys, and I think that was Little Jordan Humphrey, which was like the best one of the year, because it was like plus eight fifty. So I just need to reel it in a little bit. So I, I'm going to go with Najee Harris. And I don't think like that isn't anything crazy. But if you sprinkle it somewhere like we like to do, um, he, he's recorded his sixth game with at least 100 scrimmage yards. Uh, it's obviously the most among rookies. And he scored. Here's here's the here's the thing then he scored a touchdown in each of Pittsburgh's three primetime games this season. And I think he's going to do it again because he's electric. He's fun to watch, and I think they're really going to need him if they if they want to beat the Vikings. So I like Najee Harris anytime.
0: There we go. I actually I can get on board with that okay. minus minus one thirty five price on DraftKings Sportsbook. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's decent play for sure. I I, I can definitely <laughs> get on board with that one being a pretty easy layup. Exactly. Uh, I want to talk about. Uh, potential new segment that we were kicking around the idea of and we want to get you know some user feedback those sorts of things because not only do we want to you know maybe help some people grow in their sports betting knowledge but we'd also like to be a spot where newer newer bettors and those sorts of things can at least start building up that knowledge one way that we kind of talked about uh potentially doing that is an odds boost right every site has you know, a number of opportunities, especially on these primetime games uh, where they, you know, make a big marketing push to kind of rain people in on bets that maybe aren't uh, probably as good as they're trying to make it look out to be. So I went through uh, most of the major sites to try and out. I went pick through a lot.
1: I, I went through you, a lot. It is credit. kind of a grind.
0: We'll <laughs> see if we can keep this up or not. Uh, and I try to price out basically um, you know, the opportunities for any of them. So some of them uh, are kind of easy to do, right? If there's one leg uh, of a prop and they're kind of just, you know, looking at it as far as like an example, I can say Bet MGM has an odds boost. Vikings win by one to six points. That's priced at plus 310. If you went to a site like DraftKings, uh, they just price that. It's not an odds boost. Boost, just a normal thing plus 280 so you, you know you're not getting a ton of value uh, if you're looking at those sorts of things another example like that would be you know KJ Osborne anytime touchdown score plus 235 on Caesars that's an odds boost uh, but you could go to FanDuel and get that at plus 290 okay. you go to DraftKings to get that plus 200 so that's probably the type of odds boost you want to avoid now in saying that there are occasionally some you know based on you know some math and calculations parlays that I think are worthwhile and one of those Uh, I got to give a shout out to our 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 sponsor, DraftKings. Nice. They have Najee Harris to record 100 plus rushing yards uh, at plus 425 price. Uh, PFF projections. We actually have him going over 100. uh, rushing yards 22.15% of the time. So we would price that probably closer to plus 350. So you're getting around three, 3% of value, maybe just a little bit more on that Najee Harris to record 100 plus rushing yards. So I think that is kind I of like that uh, a decent spot, especially given the fact that you like him, you know, going over his rushing yards. Uh, going for an anytime touchdown. I think yeah. maybe that's the play uh, for some of our listeners here if you're really excited about Najee Harris. What do you think I about
1: like that, that one. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I am I'm, almost want to pick up my phone and do it right now. Better so, right now. <laughs> you, you
0: can wait until after we're done recording. Yeah, we'll, we'll
1: wait, we'll, wait, our- we'll <laughs> wait. No, I do like that one because like, for all the reasons, like just copy and paste all the reasons we talked about before, you can see it happening. If it doesn't, sure, but you can't come into this game and tell us that Najee Harris isn't going to be like a shining star in that game tomorrow because, or else they're, or else what, what are they going to, who are they going to turn to realistically? So I like that. And I like, you know, sprinkle the anytime touchdowns, maybe first touchdown, first, first touchdown score. I don't know, Ben. I like it. Right. I like there it. There we go.
0: I, I can get on board with that one. The <laughs> only other one that I found that had a little bit of value, Caesars has the Vikings to win and okay. Kirk Cousins to go over 299.5 passing yards. Vikings mm. winning, obviously on the money line, minus 170. PFF projects Kirk Cousins to throw for 300 plus uh, yards 40% of the time. So that would be right around like a plus 145 price. If you correlated those in uncorrelated parlay, pay out plus 287. Caesars is going to give you plus 500. So that one's maybe wow. the odds boost I like quite a bit yeah. as well. Um, so we're getting almost like 10% value based on that calculation so if you buy into the fact that PFF projects Cousins to have you know Mm -hmm. a decent 300 plus performance at least that much uh, I do think that that is mainly the maybe the only other odds boost that I came across that was probably worthwhile for people to bet yeah a little
1: bounce back game for Kirk I mean when you when you lose lose to the Detroit Lions like anyone is going to need a bounce back game
0: That is the second time you brought up the Detroit Lions loss. I was trying to make it through it without sorry. bringing that up whatsoever. No, you have to. As a closet Vikings fan, I'm, but I know no, you've, been, you, you've been pressuring you have me to. into no, it. No, so, you have to bring so we'll it up. See. It
1: was it was sad. It, you just it can't sad. you can't lose to the you can't lose to the Lions. You just All
0: can't. right. So final thought, final question. It so, sounds like you're maybe leaning a little bit on the Steelers' direction. Are you? Are you, do you think that they end up winning this game, or what do you think?
1: No, I don't. I don't. I think they keep it close, though. I do. Okay. I think they keep it close. I think. Uh, The Vikings have more on the line in this game. I think after last week's loss, they realized, you know, they need to get it together. I do think, though, that the Adam Thielen injury is going to play play a big part, a bigger part than we know. Yes, Justin Jefferson is amazing. um, But now they don't have that, you know, two-headed kind of monster, uh, especially for Kirk. Um, But I do think they pull it out. I think it is a closer game than expected. The Steelers have played. The Steelers have grinded this season. It's been, it's been weird, but they have, just, just like the Lions, I mean, they have kept it relatively sometimes close. But, but in the last couple games, it's been like, what is going on? So I do think, though, that the Vikings uh, win. I do think it's uh, closer than normal, um, but I do think they pull it out.
0: There we go. All right, yeah. I can get on board with that. I think I think the Vikings are maybe going to play pretty well here. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of my expectation. So we will see what the, what Thursday night <laughs> brings. But uh, Kendall, we definitely appreciate you you know coming on the PFF playing yeah. podcast. We might have to make it happen more often. Listeners, if you got any feedback, uh, things you'd like to hear, or you know suggestions, PFF.com is taking all of that right now. So now is the time to make your voice heard. We would definitely appreciate it. From Ben Brown, joined by Kendall Valenzuela. We appreciate you all listening to the PFF betting podcast.